Santil Azaz is listening to story of God one way for conditioning our mind. <laughs> Actually, it is not conditioning your mind. It is deconditioning your mind or reconditioning your mind. That's a difference between reconditioning and, and conditioning. What we do in our material world is called conditioning. You see, if you if you tell your son, if you do your studies, I will give you a chocolate. So what he will do is he will he will do his studies and then he will have a chocolate. Okay. So next time it keeps on happening like this. And uh, what he will do one day, you know, he will first do the homework and he will give you a chocolate. He will say chocolate. <laughs> so now he is conditioning you. You see the whole point. So now he is going to come and condition you. The story is about the Lord or stories about the sages and the saints. What happens to them is the moment we hear them or we recite them or we listen to them or uh, we talk about them, this puts our mind in a very sattvic state. Sattvic state. It creates a very healthy disciplinary and devotional environment in our world. We do not have to then think about all wrong things. Okay? Because every time when you are doing something, you will come across a story which you might have been told. And that story will repeat itself over there. Suppose by chance if you are doing something which is, uh, uh, let us say for example, you are getting late to work. Okay? So suddenly you may remember a story of Sai Baba which says, Okay, Baba was saying that don't worry, your train will not go, you just stay over here. This gives us a lot of faith. It is not conditioned. It is giving us faith. So the moment the faith comes, you know, surges in us, we know that nothing in this world can make us late to work. So you will find that everything will fall in place the moment you take God's name. The moment you take the divine being's uh, name and trust and have full surrender and faith on in that entity, whoever that you are believing in, everything will smoothen out. Because the load will be taken by that divinity, not by you. Alright? So this is what happens. Okay, so today we are, it's a very big chapter, which is chapter 19. I receive Baba's grace concluded. So I will split it down in two. Okay. And then I will do because it's a very big chapter. I think it's more than 200 or 220 something like that. So I received Baba's grace concluded chapter 19 Sai Satcharita. My obeisance to Sri Ganesh, to Sri Saraswati, to Sri Guru Maharaj, to the family deity, to Sri Sita Ramachandra, my most humble obeisance. I bow in reverence to the most venerable Guru, Sri Sainath. More subtle than the subtlest. Larger than even the largest is this Sai from Brahmadev right down to the small shrub. In the entire creation is this Sai. And a desire rose in the mind to see with the naked eye such a proper Brahma by endowing it with a form, a shape, a color. Hence the sun worshippers kindle with great devotion their wicks in the lamp to wave Arti before him. Or the devotee of the god Ganesh makes his image out of jaggery, offering jaggery also as naivedya. And some people offer to the ocean an oblation, holding its water in the palm of their hand. This appears on the face of it to be quite improper. 
See, when we are doing the Surya Namaskar or when you are praying in front of the ocean, you take the water from the ocean and you do like this right into the ocean. Imagine you are taking water from the ocean and you are pouring it back into the ocean. How does it sound? It sounds very funny. No, but this is exactly what you are doing. What we are doing is we are showing a lamp to the sun. We are doing what is called as a puja, isn't it? And that puja is the most important thing. It does not matter. Even see, it is like this. You are plucking a leaf or a flower from the garden of Krishna and offering it back to Krishna. It is your prayer that is very important. Okay? And the most important thing is, Krishna says that you can offer me even a leaf, a small leaf of, uh, uh, you know, tulsi. That is also enough. I don't mind. So, but highly powerful as the sun and the oceans are, they are generous enough to see only the faith of the devotees. Where is the question of what is proper and what is improper? When their only purpose is to glorify the devotion of the devotees? So, a common rule like-minded people with similar interests befriend each other, yet the conjunction of the body and the spirit is one great inevitable exception to the rule. Widely different, though they are in nature from each other, the friendship between the two is most extraordinary. So much so that one cannot rest without the other. They cannot remain apart from each other even for a moment. And yet, this body is destructible while the soul is without change and indestructible. But boundless is their love for each other. Hence, they repeated revolutions of this wheel of worldly life. This is uh, Sri Krishna and Arjun. Okay, they are talking about this too. That is the divine consciousness and this expression in the form of a body. Alright? Atma is the great power, but more subtle and unmanifest than it's the ether. It is the prakriti or the unmanifest. The same is also called maya. Subtler, however, than all these is the purush, where all sense organs repose. This is the ultimate destination of all and this is the pure Brahma. We have done all these things before. Okay, from the unmanifest came the manifest and so on and so forth. You know, the purusha and the prakriti principles. All this we have done. It's a repetition of that. Such is the atma that appears to be bonded to the whole worldly life by maya and one's karma. Although in itself it is unchangeable, unblemished and pure as a crystal. Okay. Now this gives me an opportunity to tell you something which I was telling you all yesterday. I said if I have the time I will discuss. Now today the chapter I am going to do maybe 100 lines or so. So I, I am taking this opportunity to tell you something. Now let us say for example this is, this is a way of looking at it. Okay. So we are going to express how this entire thing called Atma, Paramatma, everything exists. Let us go right in the beginning. When we were talking about a mirror and a man in the mirror. Alright. Now, assume you are the man in the mirror. Inside the mirror. Okay. There is an image inside. But there is nobody outside. Nobody is on the outside. But the mirror mirror is there and the image is there inside. Now, can you tell me how deep is the mirror? Is it possible to gauge the depth of the mirror? How big is it? Because remember, it's not only you, the whole universe is inside the mirror. It is getting, you can see the, the mirror is mirroring 
all these images inside so how deep is it it is infinite isn't it it can go far inside 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 but is it real it is not real so now let us say for example inside the mirror a man is there now this man he keeps on coming and going and coming and going inside the mirror right can he come outside it is not possible because he is an image and an image cannot exit from the mirror remember this there has to be somebody outside the mirror to see inside the mirror vice versa you know the man outside but can this image that is our image basically human beings inside or animals or birds or everything is like an image inside this is a this is a way of uh, giving you an understanding all right this is a method of making you understand now this person inside has got a number of other images standing next to him what does he call them family friends relatives other human beings animals birds so on and so forth and just because they are on the inside of the mirror he thinks that they are a part of his world all right but he himself is an image how can the other things be real but what happens to this man is he believes that he is real so the faith is in his own body he reposes his faith in his body thinking that i am so and so what is it that is not allowing him to go out it is called the surface of the mirror it is not allowing to go out correct now think about it like this the surface of the mirror is there and how deep is the mirror inside infinite yet is it infinite no it is the size of the mirror that's it only this much yet the images are infinite inside so there are births and deaths and births and deaths and births and deaths and births and deaths and yet he is not able to pierce the mirror and come out the entire creation right from brahma vishnu mahesh to everything that is the heavens and the hells and everything are inside the mirror they are not outside nothing is outside now we come to the surface of the mirror imagine inside the mirror the more satvik a person is he is closer to the surface the more tamasik and the more degraded the person is he is further away from the image the image is very far away inside from there he has to come to the surface but the surface is only so much so anybody from anywhere can he not break the surface of course he can if there is a need correct if there is something that is some magic something happens he can crack the surface and come out right but the surface is not penetrable you cannot penetrate the surface and come out of it because at the end of the day you are still having a body you believe you are the body 
can the body fall out of the mirror it's impossible then what can walk out of the mirror something which does not have any impurities think about it something which doesn't have any impurities now let us say you take yourself what happens can you push through the wall can you go inside the wall and go on the other side no it's not possible isn't it you have a body but if i have a ghost type of a body can i walk go walk inside the wall of course i can walk outside or i can go, pierce a wall and i can go on the other side isn't it so when you have subtle body these kind of bodies you can go through but that is also not possible where the mirror is concerned because the mirror is an unbreakable thing you cannot exit from there all right now as many karmas as you keep on doing you are still inside trapped inside the mirror think now who can walk out the one who can walk out now see this funny part the one who can walk out huh what will you call him so who is watching it the witness is watching it that means you are projecting a witness outside the mirror and the witness is watching you but the witness cannot tell you to do anything the witness is as if a projection outside as if thinking like that just think there is a projection outside the mirror on this side of the mirror which is not having a body which is not having a mind which is not having anything it can just watch the mirror understood now the divine consciousness is like a witness isn't this what we had done earlier the divine consciousness does what is called as a projection of itself outside the mirror so he suppose that is your projection is watching inside the mirror and can see everything that is happening to you so you are having to take you are having leg pain you are having you have fallen down or uh, you are getting married you are having children somebody is dying this this one can watch it constantly so the witness keeps on watching this constantly but can never make a change inside can never tell you hey, 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 you are going to fall down just now no witness cannot tell you that a witness is a witness is a witness he is just witnessing it no changes nothing no prompting no telling you that you are going to fall down or you are going to go up or you are going to have children you are going to have a son or you are going to have a daughter nothing 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 now this is a state that we are supposed to achieve all of us are supposed to achieve this status where nothing affects us we can watch as a witness all the things that are happening to our body then only there is freedom freedom will be when you are just a witness you means the divine consciousness is just watching the body is performing all actions as if in a mirror now to attain that state is the most difficult thing in the world it requires spiritual knowledge 
इट रिक्वायर्स अ स्टेट ऑफ लिबरेशन इट रिक्वायर्स वॉट इज कॉल्ड सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन इट्स ओनली वेन यू हैव ऑल दीज थिंग्स दैट यू कैन स्टैंड आउटसाइड द मिरर एंड सी द बॉडी ओवर देर ना सो दैट मीन्स इन विच लाइफ ऑफ आवर्स आर वी गोइंग टू गेट रियलाइज वी डोंट इविन नो सो द बिगेस्ट क्वेश्चन मार्क इज ओवर देयर फॉर दैट वी डोंट इविन नो वेदर वी आर गोइंग टू गेट एवर अ रिलीज और नो बट देर इज ऑलवेज द बट राइट ना द डिवाइन कॉन्शियसनेस ऑन दिस साइड ऑफ द मिरर थिंग्स दैट आई वॉन्ट टू बी इन साइड द मिरर एज अ प्रोजेक्शन आई एम द सुप्रीम डिवाइन कॉन्शियसनेस आई हु इज स्टैंडिंग इन फ्रंट ऑफ द मिरर वॉन्ट्स टू बी अ प्रोजेक्शन इन साइड द मिरर so i take up a body see now we are turning the tables on this side of the mirror okay i hope you all are understanding you know i'm going very slow so i'm going by step by step step by step step by step so now think you that is the divine consciousness is standing outside the mirror is looking at the mirror i want to take a body inside that means i maybe want to take a birth or assume a body or go inside a body or do whatever so it projects inside itself inside in that mirror now you tell me does this projection require to get self realized no it is already realized do you see the difference between the two it is already a realized being he is just using the body if the realized being is using the body which is inside for the purpose of doing something don't you think that all of us have a divine purpose in this world if we consider ourselves as the supreme divine consciousness don't you think we all have a divine purpose in this world we have there is no running after realization being already realized you don't have to run after realization uh pari is there online i think can you just send the invite okay so you don't have to send uh you know yourself inside that place you don't have to actually physically go there you are assuming a body inside and you are already on the path of realization you are already a realized being and if you are a realized being there is no need for you to get realized do you understand this knowledge is inside of you so what is projected over there is called an amsh an essence of you isn't it an essence of you has been projected inside that mirror all right so this is what i have to tell you i cannot carry further than this but i think i will stop over here because it must have become heavy by now <laughs> so we have all come in this material world as a projection of the divine and we all have a job to do 
which we call as the swadharma so let us do the job the body belongs to this universe body belongs to this prakriti that the body is there not there that all these things have doesn't have any dif- it doesn't make a difference we have to use the tools that we have been given that means the body which have we have taken on this on the other side of the mirror we have taken a body so let us use this tool for the betterment for the purpose for why we are over here so our swadharma is to do what we are supposed to do the reason why we are here as an essence of the divine got it see i have explained to you from that side of the mirror and i have explained to you from this side of the mirror and those who have done tripura rahasyam with me will remember the story of the yogi who goes inside the mountain okay and he sees an entire universe over there starting from brahma vishnu mahesh and everybody the king cannot enter with him so he leaves the body outside of the king and just takes his divine consciousness inside with him the essence of him and when the whole thing is over in one minute when he comes out ten th- tens of thousands of years have gone by so there is compression in time which you can see now this is tripura rahasyam so i have explained a very small portion of the tripura rahasyam to you over here think about it and now we will take up from where we have left so we again now now as go to the verse again and then read the verse in the light of what i have told you you will find that there is a difference such is the atma that appears to be bonded to the worldly life by maya and one's karma although in itself it is unchangeable unblemished and pure as a crystal red black or yellow a crystal will reflect the color in front of it but in itself is a different from any of these colors being pure and unchanging the mirage over a distance planes appears as water the oyster shell appears as scintillating silver and the sight of the coiled rope creates the illusion of the coiled serpent needlessly just as the ascription of a snake to the rope is in fact a baseless semblance a baseless semblance our body is a baseless semblance of this of the divine consciousness as if there is a body over there but are we the body we are the divine consciousness and that is what we got to understand all right similarly to the atma the ego that i am the body creates an illusory bondage so the moment the divine consciousness takes up a body over there and this this person this divine being starts believing i am so and so you know how many problems you are going to create because you have now taken a body and you believe the body is you so all the problems that are there associated with the body and remember inside the mirror there are not only you there are hundreds and thousands and millions of people and birds and animals and trees and houses and plants and this and that and cars and what not are, are there and that is what causes the problem so it creates a bondage for us the atma has attributes different from the body sense organs mind and vital airs it is self illumined pure consciousness without form and without change in understand this the one that you are is pure consciousness alone it's without form it's without any change you are not so remember you are a witness on the other side a witness only watches like that so so long as there is conceit about this body 
the intellect, the mind and the vital airs, they will also be actions or doing and the experience of pleasure and pain. For a consciousness of this is inevitable. The moment you start believing you are the body, everything connected to the body comes to you. You will have all the pain possible in the world, all the troubles that you have, your wife, your husband, your children, your relatives, your car, your houses, these, that, taxes, you name it, everything is going to trouble you then. The seed of the banyan tree is ever so tiny, but stores up in its womb the power and the strength of a huge banyan tree. And the tree stores up innumerable such seeds with the potential to produce crores of trees. Now imagine there is this image in the mirror. It is an image. Can the image produce one more? Yes. Can it produce two more? Yes. Can it produce hundred more? Yes. It is an imaginary one. Can it not produce hundreds and thousands if need be? So imagine this is what we exactly do. We trap ourselves in the material world thinking that we are so and so. Thus, each seed carries within itself a tree, a phenomena which will continue to the end of this world. That means imagine in that mirror you are going to go to the end and we don't even know where the end is. It is endless. If you see inside a mirror, do you know how far the image is? It is infinite image. Correct? I am sure those who have done uh, these uh, physics, they will know the image inside is exceeding infinite. Isn't it? It is infinite. in uh, So that is what happens. A phenomena which will continue to the end of the world and the same is in fact happening in this world too. Look at it attentively. Consistence, fearlessness, emancipation, independence and attainment of God. This is the fulfillment of life and life's ultimate goal. We are supposed to be doing this. Consistence. What is the meaning of the word consistence? Like you brush your teeth every day. Okay, you go to sleep every day, you eat, you drink, you do all sorts of things. Why are we not having consistency in our other things? Whereas the question of work is concerned, you want to have a holiday. Why don't you take a holiday from brushing your teeth? Why don't you don't go to the toilet one day? Take a holiday over there. Now see for yourself what happens. You have been given a life so that you can be consistent. Just tuck, 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 like that. You know, the the clock goes exactly in time, isn't it? We have to be so precise in our world. So consistency is important. You cannot, now think about it, one year you have very less marks, next year you have more marks, and the third year you don't have any marks, the fourth year you are doing exceedingly well. Do you think you are showing any consistency? So what kind of a rank are you think you are going to have? So to have consistency, it is not called average average marks. It is called consistency in performance. The performance has to be up to the peak and the highest performance has to be there. You cannot be loving one day and hating one day. Understand? You cannot be doing one thing at one time and another thing at another time. They are inconsistent. So here, consistency is important. Fearlessness. What are your fear? You can't be sporadic. Yes. You, fearlessness means what? You cannot be fearful of anything in this world. What are you afraid of? Maximum what will happen? You will die. That is all that is going to happen. No. Beyond that? Maximum you may, you, you may go to jail. Uh, some people may come and kill you. Something may happen. You may fall down. That's it. No. Beyond that what is going to happen? What is the maximum that can happen to you? Okay, in this material world, all sorts of good, bad things happen. Any which way they keep on happening. Can you stop anything? Nothing. So why are you fearful? 
you are fearful because you are unsure about anything certainty is not there in your world you understand certainty why because you yourself are uncertain today you will say i will come tomorrow and tomorrow you may not turn up see if i have 5 o'clock satsang 5 o'clock satsang 5 o'clock satsang 5 o'clock satsang imagine you know this is what is called conditioning isn't it every day at 5 o'clock you will be standing sitting over here waiting for the satsang to happen but when there is a spiritual conditioning like this kind it increases your divinity it increases your divine powers within you it grows it grows you keep getting closer and closer and closer to the divine so what happens is all the layers and layers and layers of ignorance go away so you can have fearlessness emancipation independence and attainment of god this is how it grows to the fulfillment of life and life's ultimate goal these are the basic fulfillments emancipation again reaching the state of enlightenment independence you are not dependent on anybody in this world and you are you are not dependent on anybody and nobody is dependent on you think about it a person thinks that main nahi rahega to ye duniya kaisa chalega i am the only one in the office if i if i don't go to office for two days you know the office will shut down that's what people think those who are egoistic think like that sorry sir you don't understand even if you don't go to work you know the company will continue to grow okay in the same way if you think you know if i die what will happen to my near and dear ones don't worry die today itself see what happens tomorrow i mean you won't be there to see i will send you a letter over there in hell everything is going on fine i will say <laughs> yeah nobody is in this <laughs> it's a fact so you please send me your forwarding address i think it is more or less in hell only where else if you want to commit suicide what else where else you think you will land up finally in hell only <laughs> so yeah snail mail works over there e email doesn't work over there okay <laughs> so there is no liberation without knowledge and without renunciation knowledge can never be gained this is very strange line isn't it no liberation without knowledge if you don't have knowledge remember that parrot who was sitting on that you know and swinging away to glory and the door is open yet he thinks that he is clutching to the that uh, swing the door is open he is ignorant don't you understand every person is ignorant what does he think i am a body i am this i am that and he keeps on falling down again and again and again and again and again this is called ignorance thinking you are the body is called ignorance thinking you are the divine self is called knowledge that is the divine knowledge so the moment you have this divine knowledge remember you are outside the mirror you are the divine being you have taken a projection inside now isn't your knowledge perfect yes then don't you think you have liberation do you think you are trapped inside the body no you have just taken that form that is what is important the moment you understand you have taken a form you are free and then what happens without renunciation knowledge cannot be gained renouncing the body renouncing the fruit of this action 
renouncing this body is mine i am so and so the moment you say this you are are you not having attachments and all yes renounce it does not matter it does not really matter fruit of action oh i have put so and so so now this tree will grow over there i brought a lot of chilies okay and i thought that i will grow them in india so i put them for drying and then i put them in in one pot for the last 4 months the chilies the seeds are in the pot there is nothing coming out of it <laughs> so now you think about it if we are going to think in terms of a chili plant like tomorrow i will have chilies i don't have to go to malaysia or indonesia to get chilies paadi from there <laughs> no chili paadi <laughs> so maybe i'll now have to import <laughs> again so so this is a funny thing so so first i have to renounce that i should not bother that the chilies will grow over there okay maybe i will go to indonesia so <laughs> there i can go and eat chili padi okay and if i die tomorrow maybe i'll become a parrot and go to indonesia who knows <laughs> so any which way things are possible so we have to keep our mind open to all possibilities in the world don't close don't close any doors don't close any windows see and understand this opportunity can come from anywhere anywhere in the world why are you closing the door you should never close any doors the divine consciousness keeps on sending us this kind of a you know small 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 opportunities why not try it may not be there for you but what is the harm in trying so this is what it means so keep the door for god open at all times this is the fulfillment of life and okay but so long as this worldly life does not appear transient to the mind the thought of renunciation does not arise we always keep on thinking that you know chalte rahega nahi aisa kuch nahi hai for when one begins to consider this worldly life as transient the illusory creation around us confronts up and the traveler is utterly bewildered not knowing which way to proceed such is the illusion that is the universe it is maya or the deceptive sport of the almighty or the infinite consciousness infinite consciousness i told you it is infinite but how thin is it only so much i want you to visualize this imagine the vishnu he is sleeping over there very nicely and just on now he doesn't have a body remember that he doesn't have a body yet we visualize that there is a body the body is like a screen like a projection and we are a projection on that screen think about it like that so where are you you are somewhere on the body of vishnu and you are just a tiny projection on the body of vishnu how thin is it how far big is it we don't even know you are a part of the whole you are a part of that vishnu's entire body little tiny one dot in that to visualize this and then you will understand the lines that we did you know is bigger than the biggest and the smaller than the smallest it will tell you how it can so visualization is important this mind of ours and the imagination and the memory and everything that we have been given can be used to a better purpose for reaching god instead of visualizing ki mai paisa kaisa banane ka mai ye kaisa karne ka mai wo kaisa karne ka kya 
It is Maya or the deceptive sport of the Almighty or the infinite consciousness. It is as seen in the dream arising from the worldly life and for such a delusion, why all this needless effort? Are we not making needless effort every day in and out, in and out, in and out? And how much of struggle we are doing? See, we have to put in our efforts. Efforts are important. What did we do? Consistence. I, I, we use this word, consistent. We have to be consistent. That means efforts have to be 100% exactly on par or no. So we have to put in efforts. But if you are going to think about what is the end result, 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 end result is going to be a big zero for you. Brahma Kanda. So don't bother about it. Nothing is going to come out of it. But if you think about it, that you have to put in efforts, who cares what the result is going to be? Why are you bothered? Just do consistently. Tuck, 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 tuck. You know, like that, exactly. Every day, doesn't the sun sun come out properly at the same time as he... How many millions years ago he must have, you know, somebody must have predicted. The sun is going to rise at 6.32 a.m. in the morning. And he is coming. Oh my God, that fellow is perfect, absolutely to the point. And then he sets also exactly. The stars rise, the moon rises, everything is consistent in this universe. Except us. We are the most inconsistent people in the world. Why? Because we don't believe in anything. So we first have to start believing in the divine. That who we are, we are the divine. And become consistent in our world. But the needless effort means the moment you focus on the results. It is called needless effort. So I want to get 200 out of 200 marks. Finished. You are gone. You are gone for a toss. Don't worry. Study to that level where you know you will be the best. The number one over there. Why? Why are you thinking of yourself as some number two, number three, number four? You are the best. The best means what? What did Krishna say? He is the best in everything. Doesn't he say? I am this in that, I am that in that, I am that in that. Doesn't he say all these words? What is he trying to tell you? He is just trying to tell you, you take the best in the lot, I am the best. You take the worst in the lot, I am the worst. So you want to be, he wants to be the biggest villain, he can, he says nobody greater than me. You want to be the best hero? I am the greatest hero in the world. Well, I am, you want the greatest heroine? I am, can be the greatest heroine also. Don't worry. I can be anything. You just name it, I will be that. But I am going to be the best. So first, always consider yourself as the number one and as the best. Then your performance is going to be perfect. And don't bother about the result. Any which way, if you are the best, where is the question of thinking about results? Nobody can beat you, no? You got what I am saying? If you are the best... Who can beat you? You are the Lord Almighty yourself. On waking up from a dream, the dream fades away. Hence he who abides in the true self will not think of a material goal. Will not think of a material goal. Okay. Where are we now? Okay. On waking up from a dream, the dream fades away. Hence, he who abides in the true self will not think of the material goal of the worldly life. Do you know what happened just now? Somebody asked me, in which part of the world are you? I was lost on the other side of the mirror. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, suddenly when somebody knocked on the mirror, knock, knock, are you there? I lost myself. 21, 22, I don't even know. <laughs> so, 
unless the knowledge based on experience or the oneness of the atma with everything is gained and un- unless the true nature of the atma is understood there is no other way to wake up to the realization that the bondage of sorrow temptation etc must be snapped so now don't look at yourself from the side of the mirror look at yourself as the divine being taking up a body can you change your perspective if you change your perspective you will not have the same kind of you know that uh, possession that you want to have about your body about your being about all the things around you then if anybody calls you anything they are calling the body idiot what to do the body may be an idiot okay somebody calls you an idiot and say okay they are calling this body an idiot so what is the big deal i am the divine consciousness i am only the witness if the witness is not supposed to get disturbed isn't it so when you come to the witness state nothing is going to disturb you nobody in this world can shake you and this is what it means unless the knowledge based on experience of the oneness of the atma with everything is gained and unless the true nature of the atma is understood there is no other way to wake up to the realization that the bondage of sorrow temptation etc must be snapped although baba baba advocated day and night the greatness of knowledge about everything else yet he generally advised the devotees to follow the path of devotion you know whatever i told you is 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 nyan yoga it's extremely tough for a normal human being to follow nyan yoga so what baba says don't worry if you have not understood does not really matter can you just be the devotee of the lord think of yourself as a devotee of the lord don't think of yourself as the supreme parabrahma and all those things you know all the big big names that i gave you supreme divine consciousness and then you will have to start a new party then supreme divine consciousness party <laughs> okay he who would stress the importance of the path of knowledge by comparing it to a ramphal so a few days ago i got ramphal from padma the path of devotion he said was like savoring a sitaphal which is easily accessible and yet sweet and delicious ramphal is very difficult to get in the market sitaphal is easy to get you go to any store over here you will get sitaphal over there what ramphal is difficult sitaphal is easy to get i will come to it in the next line devotion is the sitaphal it's easy to get bright and clear knowledge is perfectly ripened ramphal each more juicy and delectable than the other and deliciously fragrant now sitaphal is available to everybody you can just go to the neighboring shop and buy a sitaphal in season of course okay right <laughs> don't go off season you will not get it but ramphal it's the rarest of the fruit you may find it or you may not find it see the word sitaphal ramphal phal means fruit fruit or end result sita's end result devotion devotion to the lord sita's end result sita means the body okay and ram is the divine consciousness sita achieves ram correct the body marries divine consciousness so body gets kidnapped sita gets kidnapped by whom ten headed monster ravana isn't it we have got ten headed monster with us isn't it eyes ears nose and all these things are there 
so they kidnap us you go to the golden palace over there called lanka golden palace gold greed huh? and why is she kidnapped for the purpose of lust so lust and greed kidnaps this body sita yes kamini and kanchan yes you are right now think about it kidnapped by by ravana ten headed monster and then shri ram the divine consciousness has to go and capture his wife you know kill that um, ten headed monster all right and bring he rescue his wife but who is involved in the action the most important character over there is called hanuman hanuman is a character who is called prana he is the son of vayu remember that son of vayu pranayam so with the help of the prana shakti sita is again brought back so this is basically the story now sita fall sita fall is ram what is ram fall divine knowledge which is to achieve the state of para brahma got it that is what he means over here did you get it when plucked before time and ripened artificially the pulp at the core of the ramphal gives a flavor too strong for enjoyment only he who has the patience for the fruit to ripen on the tree itself will savor his real sweetness ramphal you know i don't know how many of you have eaten ramphal but you know it takes a long time to ripen and it ripens also you know you don't even know how to eat it really i'm not joking it looks like a sita fall but it's very funny to eat because you don't know what you're going to eat over there there are there are seeds in it no doubt about it so ram fall it has to be kept nicely and then ripened at a time that means the fructification of this divine knowledge takes a very very long time to actually become sweet reach the end point but sita fall you put it you bring it in two days time it will be ripened only he who has the patience for the fruit to ripen on the tree itself will savor its real sweetness when the ramphal ripens fully upon the tree right up to its top its sweetness is exceeding fallen to the ground its aroma is too strong and when allowed to ripen on the tree it is very sweet he alone who lets it ripen perfectly upon the tree can savor the sweetness but the sita fall needs no such effort do not end out with equal equal excellences it is most valuable ramphal has a danger of falling to the ground nor is a nyani free from the danger of a fall unless he has a perfect command over the siddhis even a slight negligence in the matter on the part will not do you see those who follow the path of nyan yoga they fall down dhap like that you know very fast because ego comes in very fast ego comes in mere jaisa koi janta nahi i am the greatest thing on planet earth i know so many things i know this shastra i know this i know that i know that i know that i know i know keeps on going and that is what ramphal is all about the moment ramphal is there with you he is going to drop from the tree and then you will have nothing it will be pichak okay <laughs> even a slight negligence on the part on, on this part will not do hence sai the compassionate one explains to the devotee devotion and re- reciting the nama we we have started with the nama if you remember that old lady she was doing upvas 3 days and nights she has not eaten anything no water nothing so we are going to now continue with the story 
higher than knowledge is meditation and Bhagavan Sri Krishna to Arjun. Who said this? Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita to Arjun, say, say, what does he say? Knowledge is lesser, meditation is higher. Sai also prescribed it to the devotee as a means of snapping the ties of worldly life. But now, but remember, beyond meditation is devotion. All the last one, which is the best and the you know the most sweetest thing of all is called devotion. It's easy to get. But now I shall narrate to my listener the story in this connection, which has remained incomplete in the previous chapter. So listen to it. Old in years, grown feeble in physical strength, an old lady obstinately stuck to her resolve by beginning to fast unto death in order to get the mantra from Sai. Seeing her condition, Madhara was scared and went to Baba to meditate. Mediate. There is a link with the story narrated so far. The lamp, Sri Sai Satcharit, has been kindled to indicate Sai's thought so that its light hmm. so that its light may guide the faithful devotee to find their way. According to Baba's command, Mother Rao had begun tra- telling an interesting story which I shall now narrate further. He said, seeing the determination of the old lady, Baba conferred favor on her and brought about a change in her thinking. And the story took a novel turn. Later, Baba called out to her affectionately and said, Mother, why do you sit so adamantly observing a fast? Why do you think is giving up life thus? You know, we always think, you know, giving up our life, you know, committing suicide and doing all sorts of nonsensical things in our world is the easiest thing to do. But it is not right. You know, how many karmas that you are going to accumulate and how many more times you will have to come on this planet Earth, you don't even know. You don't even know whether you are going to come to this planet Earth, by the way. He always addressed a grown-up lady, whoever she may be, as mother and an elderly gentleman as Kaka, Bapu and Bhai. Such was his charming form of address. Affectionate as the heart was, his words too were melodious. For Sai was the protector of the meek and compassionate towards the afflicted and the suffering. And so he called out to her, made her sit in front of him and passed on lovingly to her the secret key of his greatness. And now drink deeply to the water of this blissful self-rejoicing which Baba, the cloud of knowledge, rained to quench the thirst of the chakor birds, that is his devotees, to mitigate the sorrows and sufferings of the worldly existence. He said, Mother, tell me truly, why do you inflict so much suffering on yourself? I am but a fakir who goes around collecting morsels of food. Be kind to me. Really, I am your son and you my mother. Now listen to me. I will tell you a wonderful story which will give you great happiness. You see, my guru was a great saint, an ocean of compassion. And I went on serving him till I was exhausted. But he would not whisper the mantra in my ear. The mantra has to come from the lineage guru. Please do not take it from any other place. The mantra has to follow a track. So, you have to wait till the mantra is given to you by your Sadguru. And that is the reason why it is so very important to understand that mantra. It, Baba had to wait for so many years. Think about it. So, but he would not whisper the mantra in my ear. I too had a strong desire never to give up his refuge and to receive from his own mouth a mantra even it meant a prolonged effect, effort. Initially, he tricked me asking me for only two pais. Those I gave him at once and prayed and entreated for the letter of the mantra. My Guru was fully satiated in all his desires. What did he want the two pies for? But how can I call him free from desires? Who asked the disciples for money? 
दो पैसा दे देना ओके दो पैसा दे देना इट साउंड वेरी फनी नो वाई शुड अ गुरु आस्क मनी फ्रॉम पीपल दिस इज अट्रेंजेस्ट पार्ट यू आई मीन इट्स अ वेरी वेरी स्ट्रेंज थिंग टू थिंक अबाउट द गुरु सेज गिव मी सम मनी एंड यू वंडर यू नो कैसे भीख मांगता है क्या गुरु है क्या ये कौन है सो दिस इज वॉट एग्जैक्टली हैपन टू हिम ऑल्सो माई गुरु वॉसिएटेड ऑफ ऑल इज डिजायर्स देर आर नो डिजायर्स लेफ्ट इन दिस वर्ल्ड देन वाई डज यू वॉन्ट टू पैसा एंड हाउ कैन आई कॉल इम फ्री फ्रॉम डिजायर इफ ही इज आस्किंग फॉर टू पैसा दैट मीन्स ही इज डिजायरस नो ही इज हैविंग डिजायर्स इन द वर्ल्ड सो हु विल आस्क डिसाइपल्स यू नो फॉर मनी बट लेट इज नॉट सच अ डाउट एस एल योर माइंड ही डिड नॉट डिजायर मनी इन द वर्ल्डली सेंस दैट वॉज नॉट हिज आइडिया वॉट हैड ही टू डू विद गोल्ड और मनी या नथिंग टू डू विथ इट फेथ एंड फॉरबियरेंस श्रद्धा एंड सबूरी श्रद्धा मीन्स फेथ फॉरबियरेंस सबूरी सबूरी मीन्स फॉरबियरेंस यू टू वेट फॉर इट टू हैपन यू वेट फॉर दैट सीताफल दैट राम फॉल टू एक्चुअली बिकम पकाउड ओके थिंक अबाउट इट यू टू वेट You try to eat a kacha sita fall. You know what's going to happen to you. <laughs> It will not taste nice. So, like the two paisa are shraddha and saburi, and nothing else. But when I immediately gave them to him, Guru, my mother was pleased with me. Courage, O oh mother, is really the same as this forbearance and patience. Never cast it away. Whenever faced with a difficult situation, it will take you across safely. This forbearance is the essence of manliness in a man that overcomes sin. suffering and adversity avoids great disasters ingeniously and drives away fear forbearance or patience alone succeeds it scuttles away calamities away in all directions the thorns of thoughtless indiscretion pricks no one here forbearance it's a very very tough thing you know think about it if somebody is arguing with you would you like to argue if he says you are an idiot you are an useless you are this you are that you want to give back to that person what the hell do you think of yourself you are a bloody idiot the person says you are a stupid fellow then you will say you are bigger stupid than I. have you seen two children arguing and then they will say my father can do this and that fellow will say my father can do better than this you see the whole point of that argument is useless there is no point in arguing you understand patience patience forbearance let that person argue boss oh samne wala kutta bhongta hai to tum jaake kyun bhongte ho uske sath samajh mein aaya if the dog is barking over there you also want to go and do boo 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 like that no sorry don't do like that there is no difference between that dog and you then you are equally a dog don't do that if the person is shouting or yelling at you be quiet have a little patience have forbearance in you shraddha and saburi this is the most important shraddha means faith okay forbearance saburi wait wait patience nothing is going to happen on day one things will culminate into its own way a forbearance will give you fearlessness what is the maximum that can happen so you see this line forbearance or patience alone succeeds it scuttles calamities away in all directions if you keep on arguing with that dog you are going to get into trouble he is going to run after you but yeah you seen those cars no the dog runs after ba 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 till the territory is there he will run territory means what 
till your relationship exists the dog is going to run after you once you go out of the territory no dog is going to run after you got it very important remember this hmm <laughs> so without forbearance the plight of a man is pitiful be he a learned pundit or a virtuous man without it his life is futile if you don't have forbearance if you don't have patience your life is worthless i tell you why because you want immediate results and you think by arguing you will get immediate results think about it today russia and having problem and we keep on arguing tum aisa kyun karte hai oh that fellow gets his army you get your army and that fellow says mai tumko barabar batayega this fellow says mai tumko barabar batayega aage hoga kya ek war hoga और वॉर में कैजुअलिटी कौन होएगा तुम और वो और दूसरा कौन है यू अंडरस्टैंड द होल थिंग इन द वॉर द कैजुअलिटीज आर यू एंड द अदर पर्सन एंड व्हाट इज द एसोसिएट थिंग द अदर पीपल अराउंड अस आर आल्सो गेटिंग अफेक्टेड आवर चिल्ड्रन और मदर और फादर और ब्रदर और सिस्टर एवरीबडी इज गोइंग टू गेट यू नो वेन वेन यू शूट यू नो दो पीपल दे गो इन द मॉल एंड शूट इन द अमेरिका over there what anybody who comes within their range gets shot isn't it so we are like that you know when we have an argument when you have a fight with a person the repercussions are on other people as well why you want to get into argument forbearance patience very important you won't be an idiot after that then life will be worthwhile himself the guru may be very powerful but from the disciple he expects only an penetrating insight unwavering faith in the guru and the strength of a courageous forbearance if the if you start you know doubting your guru bolta hai sala do paisa puchte rehte kya aadmi hai okay wo bolta hai do paisa kiske liye chahiye do pai bolega to do pai nahi hota hai wo lakh puchega crore puchega billions puchega millions bolta get me 10 million dollars तो इसका मतलब ये देखिए ना कि उसको जाके देने का ऐसा कुछ नहीं है इज आस्किंग फॉर दिस टू फेथ इफ यू डोंट हैव फेथ नथिंग इज गोइंग टू वर्क बोला कैसा आदमी है पैसा पूछता है फेथ गया काम से मतलब वो बाहर गया फॉर बेरेंस यन यू विल हैव नो पेशेंस विथ हिम यू डोंट इवन वॉन्ट टू सीट इन फ्रंट ऑफ हिम ओके आई विल टेक आई विल कम टू द एंड ऑफ सिक्सटी टू एंड आई स्टॉप ओके फॉर बेरेंस ओके just as a stone and the gem both get cleansed when rubbed against the levitating slab but a stone yet remains just a stone while a gem becomes a scintillating gem both go through the same process of polishing up but can a stone ever acquire the scintillating quality of a gem can it ever be transformed into a brilliant piece of diamond the stone will at best become glossy and smooth due to its natural properties but so for 12 years i remained at the guru's feet i reared he reared me as a child till i grew up there was no dearth of food or clothes and his heart abound with love for me okay admissions are open <laughs> 12 year uh, degree college admissions open <laughs> so imagine no no dearth of food and all but other things dearth of them <laughs> he was a very image of devotion and love and had a genuine affection for the disciple rare indeed is a guru or like mine i just cannot describe the happiness i enjoyed in his company 
So we will stop over here and then we will take on from here the rest of it tomorrow. Alright?